Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts made possibly the worst ever eight-leg parlay on Thursday night as the Patriots lost to the Bills. It is the Never Words Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. Tim, how'd that uh, bet work out for you? It didn't hit. It did not hit. So, ladies, gentlemen, and our 15 listeners, it was the Patriots to cover the spread plus 3.5. They lost by 14 points. Ramondre Stevenson, anytime touchdown score, didn't happen. Bills under 28 and a half did happen. Patriots over 21 and a half didn't happen. Josh Allen over 20, 229 passing yards didn't happen. Mac Jones over 269 passing yards didn't happen. Ramondre Stevenson over 69 and a half rushing yards didn't happen. And Jacoby Myers over 49 and a half receiving yards didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So you only got the Bills under. Good for you. One for seven. One for eight. I believe you're batting 125. Um, I saw the game going a little differently in my brain. Apparently. Because that's just bad. Yeah. I almost hit a eight-gamer on the one o'clock games this week. The Jets score. Tim, can you just like do a five, five-leg? Four-leg parlay? I hit seven out of eight. The Jets had the ball on the two-yard line. It, so what happens if you did a five-leg parlay and didn't do the Jets? You probably win like 40 bucks. It's when you get to the eights that the, the amounts go up. Yeah, Tim, I understand that, but it's just dumb. It's your throat. Your next time you want to do that, send me thirty dollars. That one was a little. That one was a little beefier than normal. I usually do five dollars. Yeah, but that's I, the I other thing. Not... I, so what happened? You put five dollars down, and then you were like, "Well, hold on. I really think this is gonna hit." So uh, let me see what how much I'd win if I put thirty down. That's probably what happened. Fucking idiot. All right, Tim. The Patriots are also idiots. And as I stated, they lost to the Bills 24 to 10. So we usually go right into shitting on the offense, but we're going to go take a different route this week. We're going to talk about the defense first, which it, which is it's it's its own thing because they're good. I think that's been established that they have a good defense, but the Bills were nine for 15, 60 percent on third down. They don't get off the field. It's been a problem all year. I don't know how good the defense really is. Like, yeah, they beat up on the Colts and the Browns and the Lions. I get that, and I agree with you on that um, and the Jets twice. Um, but up until this week, they did the best job against Miami because then San Francisco did a good job against Miami this week. The other thing is, if you break it down, they held the Jets, I mean the Bills, to 24 points. You can win a game when you give up 24 points. Also, yeah, they had I to think... get on the field, I think, four separate times after three and outs. So you're just, the chances. I'm, I'm saying they're a good defense. They're not like a shut down 2004 Patriots, 2005 Patriots defense. 
I know what you're saying. I'm not saying they're a bad defense, but they can't get off the field on third down, like you just said. They can't stop a number one wide receiver. It, it doesn't matter. They just can't do it. Yeah, I was going to get to that, but no, they can't. And a scrambling or quarterback. Or a, a scrambling quarterback. Well, I wouldn't even call Josh Allen scrambling. He's just mobile. He just like can move and keep things alive. That touchdown he threw where I thought he stepped out of bounds, like he's that done incredible. that twice now. He yeah. did it in the playoff game. It's it's like the defensive backs stop doing what they're supposed to be doing because they're like, oh, he's running out of bounds. That one looked like he was running out of bounds. Yeah, it was a ridiculous play, but that's been their kryptonite forever. Yeah. The third down thing is just getting old. But I agree. Like they're on the field. Wait, like if they could sustain a drive on offense, like this defense would be good. Yeah. But I also don't I feel like the Bills could have scored more if they wanted to. I don't know. They I mean, took their foot off. Yeah, but they also forced some punts. They they made yeah. the Bills punt good, him. Good. I didn't even know the Bills had a punter. I thought so, they left him in Buffalo when they uh, played. So speaking of Stefan Diggs, both of us like Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones is a really sure. good cornerback in the slot. He might not be yeah. your number one guy. He's He jumped over Jack Jones and Jalen Mills the past two weeks. Against the two best wide receivers, which I don't understand. That they've faced. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins coming up and then Devontae Adams. Like, maybe switch switch the game plan. I also wrote down, why does it look like he doesn't get any help? It doesn't look like there's a safety ever around. I like him, and I think he still has some, some game left in him, but McCourty might be a little slow. Yeah. That might be the reason. Um, I don't, I mean, they, we, they play man coverage with safety help. That's what the Patriots do, but it just, I just don't know. You don't have Gilmore or JC Jackson anymore. You might in Jack Jones. He had a huge, like the Packers game and then. Was it the game before he made a couple big plays? And now it seems like he's just not on the field as much. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're trying to go with um it seemed like Phillips, Duggar, and McCordy were all in. So they must love that three safety look. Yeah, I agree. I think that's their best chance against the run. Yeah, but the Bills don't have a run game. Maybe they thought it would help those crossers. It didn't. It didn't. The crossers just still seeing Miles Bryant out there, though. That's good. Yeah, that's the other thing. So, is oh, the other another question I want is has Jalen Mills been benched? Like, I think he was banged up. Right? Yeah, didn't he, wasn't he hurt two weeks ago? Right, but I don't think he was out. Was he? He's out of game. No, I mean this week. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. But I do think we can all agree that Jonathan Jones is just not a number one corner. He just isn't. 
He really, really isn't, Tim. And it just, like you said, it sucks that the, it, that was exposed um, based off of the, the matchups. I mean, you go against Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, Devontae Adams. You have to be a fucking good quarterback, cornerback, to be able and to handle then, that. Then you're going to close the year out with Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I don't love that. That's quite the gauntlet that Jonathan Jones has ahead of him. That's all the good wide receivers, right? Pretty much. I mean, that's the top Southern. I mean, yeah, because Cup's banged up or out for the year. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's like the top 10 wide receivers. Yeah. Outside, I mean, I don't know if you'd really still put DeAndre Hopkins in that. The one thing about DeAndre Hopkins now is that maybe Jonathan, he won't get that much separation. He's older. Tim, I know we ta- we we say this all the time. It's a different game. But chaos with the K's resurgence in the fantasy football standings has all been since DeAndre Hopkins came back. He he is You know I'm a half glass full. He's still that good, Tim. He's really, yeah, like, really, really Jefferson good. was running wide open. Diggs was running wide open. Tim, I hate to say it. Maybe but they'll just be a little closer. Kyler Murray's gonna scramble and DeAndre Hopkins is gonna look wide ass open a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, really not looking forward to that. But, um, hey, you know, we don't want to go all negative here. Josh Uche is becoming a monster opposite Judon. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, he made that left tackle look so silly. The dip? Oh, my yeah. God, on the strip sack? That was, it was awesome. So he fell down. And then at that point, I thought, wow, the Patriots really do have a chance. This left tackle is just falling down. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it, it, I think he got one more sack after that. But I, w- I rewatched certain parts of the game today, and it was, they slowed that down after the, um, the strip sack, the replay. He did like, a, he went to engage him and whiffed. Yeah, just like a complete whiff. It was really funny to watch in slow motion. Um, um currently, do you know what's a good point? Go ahead. About that, so Uche does that. He makes that left tackle look terrible on like three straight plays. Mm-hmm. And then, do you know what they did? They started chipping. Rolled him. Josh Allen oh, out to the way. right more, and chipped Uche when they couldn't roll him out. Seems like that? just a, an adjustment that the other offense made that made their offense more effective. So right now, Tim, um, I'm currently on a free trial of PFF premium stats. Wow. I'm thinking about maybe keeping it, but we'll see. You tell me, is this a good stat? They do uh, grades. And the top pass rusher is Miles Garrett. The second is Micah Parsons. Josh Uche is eighth. In the entire league. Yeah. Where's Judon? Fifth? Judon is... Am I missing him? Because I'm seeing Dietrich Wise. 
Hold on. Trade. Oh, hold on. I must have missed him. I can't find him. Oh, I have a. I have it. Just this is edge rushers. I think they called. Uh, Dude on a linebacker. Yeah, let me look. That's such. That's bullshit. Micah Parsons is a linebacker. Yeah, I just saw Parsons. Um. Yeah, Tim. I don't know. I can't see him. I can't find him. Maybe he's not on the list. Yeah, he. Well, he's. So ahead of Uche right now are Garrett Parsons, Trey Hendrickson, Nick Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, Zadarius Smith. That is not bad company. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Tim. And what was it? Two weeks ago or something? Uh, Judon came out and was saying that Uche calls the third down plays. Like he's starting to take over the defense. Which is good because he's a young, fast linebacker. Yeah, imagine that. Just been screaming into these microphones for two years now. Oh, Judon's 35th. Interesting. That's a weird stat. You got weird stats. Maybe because he doesn't play the run at all. Well, this is just straight up pass rush. Pass rush grades. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's confusing because he's... Second or third in sacks. I don't know. Call, talk to Chris Collinsworth, Tim. His site. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to another guy. Last year it was this Shield Capadia fella. You know, you see he's on the ringer now. Yeah, listen to him all the time. I like him, but he's got a funny voice. He's he doesn't he has a he has funny inflection on his words. Mm. Have you noticed that? I have. People probably think we sound funny. Never They're listen to yourself. Not. You ever listen to yourself talk? It's terrible. You hate it. All right. Should we do it? Should we talk about the offense? I mean, kind of have to. All right. You want to talk about So I guess I'll just kind of go through my my little rundown here, the the notes I took. Mm -hmm. And then we you can we can just have a open ended chat. (laughs) Okay. I mean they start out three and out with a fumble on a handoff. It's how to come out there and show these Buffalo bills. Who's Um, boss. I will say just on that note real quick. So that bet I put in, they fumbled that snap (laughs) and I went to cash out and maybe, you know, save about 15 bucks. And they said that the cash out had been suspended. It was, it was obviously just because it was like a timeout, but it was just so like, I was like, yep. I'm fucked. They know how this is going to go. Yeah. They're smarter than you. So mm-hmm. what do you do next? Next uh, possession, bring a cornerback out, throw a screen to him. He zips up the field for 48 yards. Touchdown. And again, I noticed this today watching the replay or watching it a second time. Kirk Herb- Herb Street says, you know, they get it out to a playmaker. Here's my question. Is that the problem that they had to bring cornerback in as a playmaker? Is that a big, is that kind of the problem with the Patriots? No. Because I think Kendrick Bourne is good. Or maybe Kendrick Bourne sucks. I don't know. Tim, can't, we're going to get to some, some shots fired after the game or late in the game and then after the game. It seems like Kendrick Bourne is fed up with Mr. Patricia and his fucking pencil. Seems like everybody is. 
But on the Marcus Jones screen, mm-hmm. it, didn't it seem odd? Like it just like the Bills just never got close. Is he that much faster than everybody? Or is it because he's like a returner? He can see the field? I don't know, Tim. What what would you call the Paul Horning award winner for most versatile college athlete? I just, did he win that? He won that. No. Um, I don't even know what that is. It's it's uh, an award given out to the most versatile college athlete every year. College football player every year. Okay. okay. Um, I think it probably took him by surprise a little. And then, yeah, when he, a guy like that has space, he just he's super fast. He torched that safety. Yeah. I don't know if that was one of their. Well, even Al Michaels was like. And Marcus Jones, he's got space. And then all of a sudden he realized he was like, and Marcus, he like, yeah, his voice went up because he was like, holy shit, he's going to score. It just, yeah, I think taking him caught him by surprise is the way to put it. Cause it like none of them reacted when he first caught it. No. And one of the Devontae Parker was able to get a pass. I think it was him or a block. And then off he went. It was, it's like, oh, this works. But yeah, obviously it was semi a trick play and caught him by surprise because that was the only touchdown. Then, Tim, if you'll indulge me, the Patriots had three straight three and outs, as I alluded to the three and out situation for the defense. And here we go. Hold on tight, everyone. I have the play calls. Negative run. Incompletion with intentional grounding. Third and 17. 16 yard run. They called a run on third and 17. And you know what? It would have, we both would have been like, okay, they got a first down good, but we would have been pissed because of the play call. So then they punt. Next time they have the ball. Completion for no gain. Run for no gain. Incompletion. Next possession. Incompletion. Three yard completion. Incompletion on a ball if it was caught, was a yard short of the sticks. That's not going to do it, Tim. No. I will say, it looks like every, I shouldn't say every third down, why are the receivers not running past the first down marker? Like, Um, if you're running a 10-yard out, and it's third and 11, you're going to probably make that an 11-yard out. A seven yard, you know what I mean? Like you're just gonna get to the first like that was it Myers who ran an out that he threw it over his head? The one you were just talking about. Yes. He threw it yeah. over his head. He was that wasn't first down. And there was one right before that on second down that wasn't gonna be a first down. Well, Tim, I think that's the reason that Mac Jones at the end of the game screamed throw the ball. This fucking quick game sucks. So his people thought he said run game, but it was quick game. If you really dissect it. I watched that video a lot, and I didn't think he said run. No, he said quick game. This quick game sucks because, and I have some more uh, PFF premium stats for you here. Oh, I should stop saying that because they're, you know, they're not a sponsor. If you want to start a podcast, use Anchor. Maybe they will be. But Mac Jones, (laughs) here we go. Passing depth. Behind the line of scrimmage, seven attempts. Short, zero, nine yards, 17. Medium, six. Deep, three. I 
you have 24 passes at nine yards or behind the line of scrimmage, that's that's play calling. That's a chicken offense. That is a chicken offense. Speaking of Chris Collinsworth, that was him and Madden, right? You call it yeah. a chicken offense? <laughs> All right. And then this was something that we talked about. Same problem against the Vikings. Uh, before the half. They have a drive going. It's after the Uche strip sack. So they run a second and one draw with 45 seconds left. They call a timeout at 34 seconds. Or he's, sorry, Stevenson is tackled with 45 seconds left. They call the timeout at 34 seconds. I texted you, really just let 10 seconds run off there. Tim, Tim, my brother. They call a QB sneak out of the timeout and then call another timeout. (laughs) Tim. They didn't go to the sideline and say, okay, we're running a QB sneak. Then get up and run this play. This play. This out route to fucking Hunter Henry. Get out of bounds this time, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Tim. The 10 seconds that they let go off the first time, I I was confused. It seemed like Mac Jones was calling a play. Know what? I, know why I was confused? Because they ran a fucking draw before it in no huddle. Yeah. I don't. And the draw works sometimes. I hate the draw play, but that draw play got ten yards. No, that draw play got zero yards. He was stuffed at the line. I watched it today. Um, he. Hmm. The thing I don't get is I thought, legitimately yeah, I got high, a few yards. Shitty high school teams that go one in 21 over the course of two years can go to a huddle with two plays. Mm. You like in a, in a pressure situation, you can, where the t- clock is running, you can say we're running this play. And then we're regardless, we're getting up and running this play. How do you Especially not do the first one's a QB sneak? And that's a pretty easy a one. Timeout. To they came out of yeah. a timeout. I, now, and do then, you put all that on Patricia? Because Belichick's and no, that's that's a general coaching. I do. I don't know who to be pissed about not calling two plays. The timeouts, Belichick. But, but why do you like Belichick? Usually doesn't like mess things up like that. Like I to, know. Just let ten seconds run off. You feel like he thought they were either going hurry up. That's where and that I wonder. Patricia was already like calling a play, and then he know. realized what was going on and was like, "What are you guys doing?" and called a timeout. I I have no answer to that. Um, that that makes me wonder if he was just like, "Why are why are they not hurrying?" Like he was just like Mac Jones looks like he's got getting up. At, he first of all, Mac Jones that happened and instantly he turned like this to the sideline. And then went back to starting to call a play, and then they called the timeout. For everyone listening, I did a he was m- mimicking a timeout. It looks call. like he's trying to make a T. It, but the it continues. Then they throw incompletion, three yard pass, throw away, miss field goal. Fuck you. That's how the half ended. Right then, yep. I was like, "Yep, I 
I felt good after the strip sack. I feel bad again. Because mm-hmm. what the Bills had fourteen at that point. It was only fourteen seven. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would have been fourteen four, and then, then, the cherry on top, Tim. I believe that the French would say the coup de gras. That's a raw um, egg. I, I don't. I don't think so. I that's <laughs> made up. You're down seventeen points. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Establish the run. A nineteen play drive that takes up. Honestly, I think it was like close to eight minutes. Something like that. Maybe maybe less. I'm sorry I don't have that exact number for you. And you kick a fucking field goal. Do you know what I'm saying on my couch? Two things. One, wow, it's really we're really late. Mm. Let's wrap this up. Two. Go for it. I if you miss a if you miss if you don't get the fourth down, if you don't get the touchdown, but you went for it. I'm happy. I'm fine. Cause, yeah. Cause that's what you should be doing going for that. Well, it brought it in within a two score game. Uh, Tim. I... No, I agree. I, the aggressive, the lack of aggressiveness on offense is. It just doesn't make sense. You were so aggressive against the Vikings. You've shown when you throw the ball deep, good things seem to happen. Mm -hmm. And then you just revert back to this under nine-yard passing offense. Yeah. And I don't think – Mac Jones isn't that guy. Like if – say you put Brady on the team or who else is like a dink and dunk – Cousins. But cousins, like a quarterback that just sit, drops back, reads the defense, and will just, just slice you up and down the field and then hit the big play occasionally. Like that's what Patricia is doing, but he's doing it with the wrong guy at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. I the other thing, how often in our lives have you heard me? Bitch and moan in a greater than or a two score game or more, but mainly around a two score game, do I bitch and complain about prevent defense? It doesn't work. Then (laughs) you have to worry about an onside kick. You're giving up yards when you've been playing good defense the whole time. Why change your scheme just to prevent big plays? Like, just play your normal shit. I hate prevent it's, defense. Yeah. So I don't understand it to be honest. Watching some they maybe Amazon just picked a bad play, but during this drive, they were like, see, they're taking away all the deep stuff. And they were. They dropped three guys very, very deep. But a 17 yard pass over the middle was open. And that's what they're giving up. Keep it in front. You catch it, Jacoby Myers just lays down. You keep going. You yep. can do three of those and you're down the field. And then it's like, okay, now we have to play real defense, call real play to try and get in the end zone. But it takes up no time. They weren't doing it. Nope. Still little screens, slants. It, it's seriously like 
I'm at the point. I don't know how to judge them because they're run, like they're just running second and ten runs. They're running third and ten four yard outs. Like he's hitting a a tight end on an out on third and ten. That and the guy's going four yards. What do you yeah. what are you calling? So I don't know. I don't think they're good, but I don't know how to judge them because they have a fake offense. My thing with that is so Jones, you know, comes off the field and is yelling. Like you're the quarterback at the end of the you can change the play at the line of scrimmage. Like if you're really gonna like stick it to Patricia, you would just call your own offense. Even if it was just for a drive and see what happens. Yeah, I get that. Like, but... It's not like we would know. Well, you would know when he changes the play, but. Right. Yeah. Or you could say to them, like, hey, guys, run farther than four yards or don't throw that four-yard pass. Because there must be somebody who's going deeper than four yards, you would think. Yeah, but are th- and just like are those plays, are those deeper routes just designed to clear up the middle? Maybe. I don't know. But, like it's it's partially his fault too for not like you know, you could push the ball downfield down even in a shitty offense. No, I get that. And also like Myers or like you know it's third and ten Parker. too. Why are you throwing a four yard out? Yeah. Miles and or Myers and Parker can take their out route two more yards past the sticks. Yeah. But you get to a point where we're dealing with a guy that isn't playing the most effective second most effective receiver on the team last year because he was late to a meeting in fucking August or July. He's still not playing. No, I, that's why I just like, I hope they make, I hope Kraft gets involved to the point where he's like, you have to switch something up. This isn't going to, it's just not going to cut it. I don't think Patricia will call the plays next year. God, I hope not. Bill O'Brien wants to come back. Bring Bill back. O'Brien's an offensive guy. Just bring him back. If you want to just bring back your boys, there you go. Bring back McDaniels. Hopefully he'll get fired. Uh, they started playing better. So the um, last thing I want to talk about in this game, you mentioned the Mac freak out, but did you hear what Bourne said after? Uh, no, I might've read it. He was basically calling saying like, we all have to do better. We know that everyone has to do better, but we have the schemes just have to be better on third down. And, um, hold on. I'm trying. All right, here we go. We just need to scheme up better. We need to know what they're doing. We need to know what they're, what they want to do on third down. We're kind of sporadic. They call this and we call that and it falls right into the way they want. He's just like, fuck you, Matt Patricia. You don't know what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. also did say like, I, as players, we have to make the plays. But from what it seems like, it's... Is Kendrick Bourne called the line out or did Trent Brown call, Trent Brown called the offensive line out? Um, Bourne himself. said... 
Bourne said it's hard for our, the deeper routes to develop. Mac needs more time. But maybe Brown did too. I why are they cutting? You're six seven, three hundred and forty pounds. You don't need yeah. to cut anybody. You just need to stand in front of them. Yeah. I don't know. And how are you get I mean, that's kinda on the left guard too, but like how are you getting beat, beat on the inside that badly? You know, it's, like if the defensive end comes from your outside shoulder inside, I don't understand how he runs clean. He doesn't get hit by the guard, nothing. Yeah. And then who who was the third string right tackle that played? No, that was against the I yeah, well that, it was all was messed up the because they brought was, in the who was sick? Um Brown was sick. Wins out. The lines in shambles. There's seriously nothing redeeming. It's just like every now and then Ramondre Stevenson does something awesome for the offense. Good pass rush. Good safety. Like good. Yeah, Connor. Mc... Connor McDermott. No, no, Tim. He's a. That's who. That's definitely a hockey player. No, it's not. He was trying to cut block. Ah, He's six eight two. Connor McDavid's a hockey player. Yeah, good one. You knew that. Yeah, he's the new. He's six eight two. Why are they cutting? I Tim, you're the lineman. Yeah, and I was five and eleven, and I cut because I was five eleven. <laughs> Giving yourself an inch in those cleats. All right, Tim. <laughs> so, hey, did you hear the? Uh, Raiders, Patriots got flexed at 8 o'clock. Wrote that's, that down. That's great news. Yeah. That's These awesome. late night games suck. Yeah. Last one coming up this Monday. And I, you know, I found myself last night. I don't like always watch Monday night football. It's too late. I missed the Brady comeback. Um, Way too late. It's just late. But here we are. We're going to be up late. At least again. Amazon. They're like... Uh... They're good at starting on time. Like that game started at like eight oh three. Yeah, I don't know if it was just because Monday Patriots... football starts at eight thirty. Yeah, they the Patriots chewed up the last seven minutes or so, uh, but that game ended. I also think I went to bed after the missed field goal. I was like, okay, I don't need to see this. Yeah, I watched the third quarter from my bed, and I said, "Why am I doing this to myself?" Yeah. Uh, so Monday night. Play the Cardinals in Arizona. Tim, at this point, I'm I'm at who knows. I wrote, this is exactly what I wrote. Could win. Could let Kyler, Kyler run all over them and Hopkins destroy them. I don't like Kyler. Yep. I don't think he's very good. But I don't know what to think anymore. I wrote uh, Cardinals, another run quarterback. Are they fucked? And then I wrote, they usually don't score points in the first half, but either do the Patriots. So right now, where both of us, both of our preseason predictions are in play. You said nine and eight, right? And I said eight and nine. I thought I said 10 and seven, but. Oh, God. So that's still in play. So you did yeah, it is. 
you figure the easier, the better chances to win for the Patriots are the Cardinals and Raiders the next two weeks. Although the Raiders, yeah, look they need to be much better. Who would you say? Say they, and I mean the Patriots aren't aren't good, so they might not beat the Cardinals or the Raiders, or they might split that. But say hypothetically they win two. Who is there to get them to nine wins? Because, you know, the Jets and Chargers don't want that seven spot. Who do you think is their their chance to beat the Bengals, Bills, or Dolphins? Dolphins. Yeah, I think them too. I think Belichick has the ability to... He's seeing exactly what the Dolphins are doing, and he knows what to do. Yeah. And, I mean, you watch what the Niners did where they just hit Tua repeatedly. Well, like I, that throws them up. I heard a lot of people before the game say the difference in this game is going to be Tua loves throwing to the middle of the field and the Niners have Fred Warner. who, And then someone threw out a stat, since Fred Warner's been in the NFL, the 49ers have passed have allowed 15 less completions to the middle of the field than any other team. And it's because of him. So I think that that's, that scares me thinking that the Patriots don't have a middle linebacker. The I don't Bentley like, role. I don't like Juwan Bentley <laughs> in that situation. Have, having Waddle and Hill run crossers. When he, when he has to move laterally straight line running back coming at him, watch out running back. Yeah. Very Brandon Spikes like. I think Spikes was better in coverage. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. I think they should beat the Cardinals. I do too, but just because I think uh Murray and Kingsbury are a mess. But if DeAndre Hopkins Patrick ends the Pearson game with eight catches out. and 111 yards and a touchdown. Would that surprise you? No, but I also don't think that would... Shouldn't beat them. One guy doing that. Tam, just think, if Hopkins has a touchdown, that means the Patriots have to score a touchdown. Not necessarily. They're good for, they're good for one. Um, I honestly don't... I have no, no feeling on this game because I don't know what to expect from the Patriots. I don't know what to expect from their offense. That's it. Like, I know I was harder on the defense at the beginning, but I do think their defense is good enough to keep them in a game. Him, as I mentioned before, four three and outs, and they only give up 24 points to the Bills. There's like, you, if you have a long sustained touchdown drive, one of those three and outs, you've taken away a scoring drive for the Bills. Like, it just kind of, or if you, score going into halftime, the whole game changes. Yep. But they weren't doing that. They can't do that. <laughs> I I left Thursday night um, being like, okay, they... we're done here with the season. But I don't necessarily think that after the Jets and Chargers lost. 
no. I mean, if they if they're eight and six going into the Bengals game, like could they steal one from the Bengals? Maybe. Well, it's it's one of those the things. Bengals the Bengals are super hot right now. Yeah. It's just they're just but you know, it's just crazy. But the the thing is is the Bengals are the five seed. Right now, the two teams above them are the Dolphins and Jets. They're eighth. They're not out of the playoffs. It's insane. No, I don't. And the Jets play the Bills this week. Yeah. Could they get into the playoff? Like, would they be a playoff team if they if win they the beat, Bills and the if Jets If the lose? Patriots beat the Cardinals and the Jets beat lose to the Bills, they would have the tiebreaker because they beat them twice. Oh, oh, Jets lost and a Patriots win. The Patriots are in a playoff spot. So get ready because then they'd play the Chiefs. That's how that would line up. Yeah, that's what you want. Honestly, Tim, I think I would rather them miss than play the Chiefs, which I seems like what it would. It's gonna I was just about being. to ask, like, what's the... Say they make it. Say they go on a little run, and they win three out of the last six, five, mm-hmm. six, five, five, and they're the seventh seed. Like, do you really think they're going to do anything in the playoffs? No. Maybe they play close half with the Chiefs. Here's the only scenario where I think something crazy could could happen in making it a competitive maybe squeaking out a win is that's home breaks this leg no no oh no no you're this is going to take a lot they would have to beat the dolphins have the dolphins lose they'd have to get the six seed and then they would have to play the Ravens would have to hold on to the three seed, but Lamar would have to be dinged up. That would be the only chance <laughs> of them having a competitive playoff game. Cause, or because Lamar is dinged up, somehow the Bengals don't jump them, but the Titans jump them. Then they could possibly play a competitive game against the Titans. But if you have to play the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, probably even Dolphins, I don't, I don't like their chances in that seven seed. There's also a world in which they lose the last five games. Oh yes, and if they do that, <laughs> I don't know. Then pick. you have a decent pick. You know, like right now they have the seventeenth pick. So five straight losses would help that. Maybe get you in the top 10. Are you taking a quarterback? CJ Stroud. Mm, um, I'd have to, I'm going to have to do some draft. The guy from there. Tennessee. Oh, he just tore his ACL, didn't he? Good. It'll fall. Well, then get him in the third round. Um. All right, Tim, that's enough NFL talk. And we're going to take a quick break and then talk quickly about uh, the Boston Celtics. 
All right, Tim, we're back. And Celtics are the first team to reach 20 wins in the NBA. I mean, we've been pretty quick about them. They're awesome. They played a weird home and yep. home against the Heat, which was that was odd. No, it was no, it wasn't even a home and home. It was a mini series because they played two games Wednesday and Friday against the Heat. Beat them Wednesday, lost Friday. Like it's kind of what you would expect. Um, it was odd. Tatum, Jimmy Butler didn't play on Wednesday. Yeah, and Tatum played like shit on Friday, but also. I don't want to be this guy, but was some questionable refereeing in that game. Um, but then they had two awesome wins. So they played Friday, mm-hmm. had Saturday off, played ba- then they played a back to back. Brooklyn on Sunday and Toronto yesterday, Monday. Let me tell you what. Everyone should get a chance. At some point in their lifetime, but actually never because it's great for us to have players like Tatum and Brown on your team because they just dominated the Nets. Tatum, 29 points, 11 rebounds. Jalen Brown, 34 points, 10 rebounds. Just just great. And they shut. And to think a year ago at this time, you wanted to split them up. I'll go back into the tape. No, I didn't. I think we were both kind of thinking that Marcus Smart should go. Who yeah. saved their ass against Toronto? Yeah, there was a lot of Marcus Smart bashing. Um, but we didn't know that his position should be point guard. Now we know. But maybe, Smart maybe we'll get him on the to talk about it. Yeah, I doubt it. We're gonna have to bump those numbers up. Maybe start sharing with some of your friends, Tim. Uh, smart did smart things where against Toronto, and you know Jason Tatum as your closer is always a good thing. Yeah, good way to come back on the second of a back to back. No, you could have packed it in. They last year I, I would get so frustrated with them because it seemed like they were like, "Oh, we won yesterday. We're just okay splitting this back to back." That is not the case this year. No. Um, no, it is not. Blake Griffin. And the offense, the offense, some of these games is out of control. Tim, I wrote down last thing I have written in my notes. I went old school today. I didn't type. I uh, wrote them down. Helps me retain better. Um, must watch TV. I seriously like won't miss games. Yeah. I'm pissed that the next yeah three of the next four games are at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, West Coast trip. You hate to see it. But, is it Sunday night? Are they playing? Or is no. that the Saturday night? NBA's? Saturday night. I'm stoked about that. It's the NBA primetime, 830 against the Warriors. I'm yeah, excited for good. that one. But, yeah, you know, thank God for DVR. Because, yeah, I just, I actually don't even start the games when they start at 10 o'clock. I just wait till the next day. Who's got time for that? Not me. Do you know what my? Uh, I'm gonna have a like? lot of time on my hands. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday is awesome. Do you know what my commute's like? Grueling. Yeah, I have to get out of my bed and get to my kitchen. You know, up at four thirty, hitting the road by four forty-five. I'm not. Actually, Thea's Driving. been sleeping past seven, 
most driving twenty five like, minutes for our last five days. It's been great. That's cool. When was the last time you slept till seven? I don't know. Yeah. George's bachelor party. Seven twenty. Uh, I did not sleep at all that night. But any other uh, Celtics thoughts? I mean, you know what I'm starting to think? I'm a little worried. I don't think Hauser is as good of a shooter as he's kind of being used as. No. I Well, he might just be going through a little dud. Yeah. Also, people are starting to watch him. and He's so great in the corner when Tatum draws his defender. Yeah, but so is Grant Williams. Yeah. I saw a thing. I don't know. Do you know the account? Maybe you see him on Instagram. I don't know how much you're on Twitter, but it's Hoop Central. Maybe. I don't know if they're like a joke account or not. So if they are, okay, that's it was a joke, whatever. I saw them tweet, the Miami Heat have shown interest in trading for Grant Williams. To which I thought, yes. I'm going to go with this. this might be a fake account. I'm seeing a lot of dogs here. A lot of dogs. Anyways, um, I was thinking when I read that, you know, I bet the Celtics are also interested in the best bench player for their top challenger in the East. That'd be like Celtics showing interest in Tyler Hero. Yeah, like, I thought that's what you were driving at. But no, I was just like, wh- why the hell would the Celtics give up their best bench player to their top competitor in the conference? Other Maybe than they're the, getting Tyler well, Hero back. Other than the Bucks. No, no, no. I was just, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't think it's happening. No, I don't think so either. And this year, the Cavs are up there too as a good team. All right, Tim. I got uh, nothing else for you. Good, good Blake Griffin playing once a once a week. Get getting some solid minutes. Do you have any uh interesting yeah, I, facts or anything you want to? Do you have uh, any stories you want to tell? No. All right. Well. Nope. Bummer because we're um, we're running out of time here, and we were just get, we were gonna have Murph come on, but we just uh. We just ran out of time, so we'll have to look for another <laughs> another day to Next have Next time, him. Murph. All right, Tim. Well, if that's it for you, that's it for me. You go get some sleep, okay? You look a little tired. And uh, I noticed you were si- drinking just the seltzer mm. water today, so you're looking very hydrated. And I'll talk to you next week. Will I see you Saturday? Maybe I'll see you Saturday. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I got the day off. All right, bye.